0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus said to his disciples, take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you.
1: The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have so many people tonight. It's great to see this number of people in the church today. And we have actually a few more spots in here those of you who are standing at the back especially those who have problems with standing for a long time you may occupy the spots intended for those with wheelchairs since I don't think we'll have people in wheelchair at this time who will arrive so we can make use of the space. We are all gathered here today to begin the season of Lent with Ash Wednesday. You know, I've said this a couple of times in my previous homilies, that the word Lent comes from the Germanic word Langton, right? How many of you have heard that from me before? Okay, very good. Now, since you raised your hands, there is a follow-up question. And what does the word lengthen mean? Mike, you're not supposed to answer because I just gave a class last Sunday and you were there, but you can What does the word lengthen mean? Springtime, you know, springtime. And what happens during spring? You know, the vegetation comes to life. Our surroundings comes to, to new life, right? Flowers starts to bloom, we prepare the garden, there is that whole sense of regeneration, revigoration, and that is also what's supposed to happen with us during the season of Lent. We're so fortunate in this part of the world because um, Lent really happens, the, the, the peak of Lent happens In the time of spring and what we're supposed to see outside in the surrounding should also be happening within us happening in our own hearts most Oregonians love to garden you know the most beautiful gardens I've seen are here in Oregon I mean house gardens and you don't, those of you who love the garden know that before you plant, once again, you need to prepare the ground. You need to get rid of those things that's going to take away um, nutrition for the plants that you want to plant, right? And that's the same thing, what we need to do during the season of Lent, to get rid of the weeds that overcrowd the space that is supposed to or that is intended for the spiritual plants to grow and to bloom. The season of Lent is a time to weed out those things that separate us ultimately from the love of God and how do we do that you know the great thing about the season of lent is that it is not just like a one week deal right one week it's not just for a few days because god knows that we need time we need time to adjust our attitudes god knows that it is not just for a few weeks but rather how many days for 40 days. And the number 40, if you look at the significance of the number 40 in the Scriptures, it's actually pretty rich, re- uh, very rich. Like in the Old Testament, if you survey the Old Testament, when was the first time that the number 40 appeared? In the story in Genesis, right? With Noah. 40 days and 40 nights it was a period of testing it is a period of recreation it was very difficult because it was a time of purification but after 40 days what happened there was new life new creation same thing should take place in our own hearts what about the experience of the people of God, the Israelites, wandering in the desert for 40 years? I've mentioned this before that, you know, when they were preparing to enter into promised land, the leadership of the Israelites sent surveyors to actually take a look of the land of Canaan. You know, they wanted to make sure that there's actually something for them when they get there. And how many days did it take the surveyors to survey the promised land? Forty days. But you wonder, why is it that they took 40 years to get there? (laughs) Why? Because... They failed to trust in the providence of God. The surveyors themselves that were sent were saying, oh, we can't, we can't make it there. We were going to die. It's not for us. We saw along the way different tribes that would actually, that would actually be ready to get us. And because of this, they were so afraid, so they failed to trust in the providence of God. It was a time for attitude adjustment. You know, we do this season of Lent year after year. For some of you, how many years now? I don't know, I don't want to, you know. For me, it's pretty symbolic. I'm turning 40 this year. (laughs) And And I still have so many things to work on with my own spiritual life. With my own spiritual. That's why this the whole season of Lent also highlights this great mercy of God to each and every one of us. The patience of God. It is a time of testing but it is also a time of new creation in the end if we persevere. Now, that's the Old Testament. How about the significance of the number 40 in the New Testament? You know, the most proximate foundation of the season of Lent is the time that Jesus spent in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, right? And what was Jesus doing before he went to the desert? What was he doing? Huh? Okay, he was not fasting yet. He fasted in the desert, right? But what was he doing? Was he already busy before that? Actually, no. (laughs) In preparation for his public ministry, his active ministry, he went to the desert, and after spending 40 days and 40 nights in the desert, when he went down from the mountain, he was ready to do the will of God. It was a time of preparation for him to truly understand, what does God want me to do with my life? I hope you're not just here to get the ashes but rather those ashes symbolizes and a clear reminder you are made for me I created you your value does not depend on what you think about you or what other people say about you but rather your value comes from me as your Creator now after being sealed right here with a cross and that is the price that god paid for you and me the question it is a very startling reminder for us right here how am i actually doing and fulfilling the will of god in my life am i actually following the will of god And the great thing about this is that we were told that that when Jesus, before Jesus started his public ministry, he went to the desert into the wilderness. You know, this is quite ironic, right? Springtime, and then you enter into the desert. Why is the desert, why is land supposed to be a wilderness? or a desert experience for each and every one of us. Why? What happens in the desert? What, what happens in the, the desert? Have you been to the desert? Eastern Oregon, right? <laughs> Arizona? Nothing happens in the desert. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I mean like real desert. In the desert, there's not much that would actually pull us into different directions. In the real desert, especially in the desert where Christ spent for 40 days and 40 nights, there was no Wi-Fi. There was no television. There was nothing that could take away You know, real reflection and real traveling to the deepest corners of our own hearts. And it is only when we have time, when nothing is pulling us into a different direction, that I am able to consider what are those things that are not happening or going well in my own life at this time. But if we're always busy, if we're always in our phones, if we're always in television or whatever it is that we indulge every single day, how can I even consider the fundamental questions of life? May this land truly be an occasion for us to consider the most fundamental questions. And an occasion for us to bloom in the garden of God's love, in the garden of God's grace. And hopefully, when we are able to discover that things that we need to get better, that we don't get discouraged to actually continue when we realize that it's difficult, because it is so easy to go back to the default. It's like, oh, I'm so used to this kind of life. Why do I even have to change? Oh, I'm so used to this. Well, God wants something better for you. But you know what? God will not force you to, for you to do it. He needs your collaboration. Because he doesn't consider us like a robot where he can just manipulate. But rather, he makes us realize this is your dignity. Now, are you willing to live according to your dignity as created in my own image and likeness? That's the only way, my dear friends, we can truly experience Easter the real meaning of Easter after 40 days. It's not just going through the flow. It's like, okay, it's Lent. What happens after Lent? Okay, it's Easter. I go to church again, and then I'm back to my old self. Nothing has changed. Remember what we heard in the first reading today? Rend your hearts, not your garments. What God is asking from us is a transformed heart, a transformed mind, where we see the dignity and our value according to His standard. Not in the standards of the world, but according to the standards of God. Are you willing to make this Lent truly be the best Lent ever for you? God is disposed to help you, but are you willing to make it happen by collaborating to His grace, by collaborating to His providential love that He wants to give to you?